Welcome into the Hustle Show podcast, simulcast live on the Wager Talk YouTube channel. We are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer, Drew Martin, Kelly Stewart, Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger breaking down the final four games Saturday night. It's going to be a fun one. Kelly, happy Saturday morning to you. Welcome on in. Hey, happy Saturday, guys. Uh, I'm glad I can be here with you. I was supposed to be in New Orleans. Unfortunately, a couple things made that Virtually impossible. Plus, I didn't get free tickets. I don't know who these crazy people are that are paying thousands of dollars. I don't know. I, I just feel like if, it would take a lot. Like, Chris, you're a Baylor fan. Baylor was in the national championship last year. How come you didn't shell out 10 dimes to go to the game? I don't get it. Uh, I, well, last year was a lot different than uh, where we are this year, right? I I can't remember. It wasn't even a full uh, – it wasn't even sold out, right? The fans, it was still like half, wasn't it? I don't even remember. I'm just trying to think like I, I messed around. I was supposed to be at Hogs for the Cause today with Minty, Mincy and Megan. And I didn't go because I couldn't get tickets to the game. I didn't book a hotel room prior. I booked a flight like a month ago. And I looked, I'm like $900 for the Westin. Then I had a really nice guy hit me up. He's like, hey, we still have our Airbnb open. I'll give you a deal for cash. And I was like, okay, do I really want to go? It's like three mile Uber here. 15 mile Uber there. It kind of just became this weird thing where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go. I'm kind of sad that I'm not there. It looks like everybody's having a great time, but I was legitimately trying to think and people were like, well, if K-State was in the final four, you would pay that. And I'm like, maybe if K-State was in the national championship game. Absolutely. Final four. Kind of yeah. dicey. Yeah. I don't know. I, somebody asked me that the other day, what, what I would have paid to, to go. Trig and I were talking about if Baylor, was in the final four, we would have went. But yeah, that the trip sounds, uh, it, it gets very expensive and expensive down there uh, as well. And you, you factor in, you're probably going to get there Thursday, I'm assuming, right? Either Thursday through now, if your team wins on you Saturday, have to stay. you have to stay. You can't go home. So that turns into a pretty expensive trip. Yeah, it does. And, you know, I think Eric Church uh, has like courtside <laughs> seats. And like, so he canceled the San Antonio show and like people are losing their minds. I'm like, he has the fun to do that. If my team was in the natty, uh, yeah. I don't know if they're going to be in the natty or not. We'll get to that here in a minute. But I just thought it was really interesting that a lot of people are like, I can't believe you're not in New Orleans. I'm like, listen, I had to pay my own way. If somebody else wanted to pay for me to go, I'd be in New Orleans. For, so, Cal, I'm a huge Eric Church fan, right? So I don't blame him at all for canceling the show. But second of all, he should have been on top of his game. No matter who's playing, you shouldn't have scheduled a concert the night of the Final Four. Bingo. You know, I have, to, I have to go to this uh, thing with my mom. I actually invited your mom as well, but she's already been. It's this art thing at one. And I'm like, okay, mom, we get three hours. <laughs> I want to be at home an hour before tip off, or I want to be at a bar an hour right. before tip off. I haven't figured out what I'm going to do for the game yet. But like, trust me, when she asked me a month ago, I'm like, okay, the game won't start until six Eastern. I have time to do this with you. Yes, absolutely. It's, it's like, that's how you have to plan your life. So, yes, poor planning by Eric, unfortunately. Maybe he didn't care if North Carolina wasn't uh, in. And maybe he thought because they were so grossly underseated. Yeah. I don't I don't think Eric Church plans his own shows at this point. My guess is that tour was booked. He goes where they're <laughs> gonna say. Like I had I highly, highly doubt he has any say in the planning process of when he's playing shows at this point. Well, I'm sure he saw that he was playing a show on the final four and he could have easily canceled that trick. And uh, and he probably saw they were playing Baylor and was like, well, we're, we're not going to get there anyway, which is even <laughs> crazier because I took, I Baylor would probably be in the final four if they, if they complete that comeback. I really think they would be. 
Like looking at how it played out, well, it's unfortunate. We'll never happen. And here we are. Yeah. That's a tough one to bring up, uh, watching that game in Las Vegas with CT Betts uh, and Trig. Guys, I don't know, first world problems, my camera went out. I think I got everything, though. Kelly, thanks for holding us down. CT Betts, I've got to give you the proper introduction, though, man. Follow him on Twitter, at CTBets16. Welcome in, buddy. Drew Martin Betts, good to be here. It's sad. This is uh, our second and the last show. We'll have our final show on Monday, the four of us. This college hoop season, thankfully, is coming to Thank an God. end. <laughs> hasn't been the greatest uh drew had a really good college hoop season it hasn't been the greatest for cal me or trig so we are the three of us are ready for it to be over i will be sad to not grind the games out and watch them but it will be a nice break this summer that's for sure so good to be here and hopefully we can cash some winners and finish out strong here Good stuff, man. And yeah, good season overall. However, the last week is uh, I've given some of that back CT bet. So hopefully can turn it around here in the final four. And we got Adam Trigger at Top Flight SI, wagertalk.com. Welcome in, buddy. What's up, Drew? I'm, I'm, I'm a little tired because I was up till 4.30 a.m. watching Korean baseball last night. But nice. baseball's back, baby. Let's go. Absolutely. Little uh, so did I have to know, did, did whoever you told me to bet on plus 125 win? I didn't even look. I forgot they all sure, they, Kel, they not only did they win, their pitcher threw a perfect game. No, and he, won't, he won't. Love it. Listen, oh, though, I threw won't. a huge fit because uh, obviously you can't bet Korean baseball everywhere, and we'll leave it at that. But I found uh, plus 125, and the guy only let me bet 250 bucks. Yeah, yeah you got to spread so pissed. Yeah. You got to spread it around um, for those types of leagues. But he threw a perfect game. He won't get credit for the perfect game because it went to the 10th inning, 0-0. And then his team blew it open in the 10th, scored four runs. They had to bring a closer in. So Wilmer Font, former – So wait, time out. You stayed up till 4 o'clock in the morning for a 0-0 baseball game? Cal, he, yeah, first of all, yes. Second of all, <laughs> the guy threw – the guy had 20, 27 up, 27 down. And his team couldn't score a run, so he won't get credit for a perfect game for that because 10th inning rolls around, and then they got to bring in their closer. They win four to nothing. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's nice having baseball back. I'll probably be up till 4:30 again watching tonight. So looking forward. to it. Opening day on the other side of the world. Good stuff from Adam Trigger. Guys, got a special announcement here. Uh, Viva, the sponsor of the show, Viva Tequila Seltzer, is live at the Canuck in New York City Sports Bar. So uh, it carries Viva now. Our listeners in the New York City area, go check out Canuck for all the games and ice cold Vivas. Great place to enjoy the Final Four National Championship game. All baseball season long there in New York City. Thinking about that season win total under for the Yankees, actually. Haven't Ooh. fired away, though, yet Ooh, right. as we get into the season win totals. You know, that that Yankee tax trying to take advantage say, of that. I was going to say, you already know. I mean, I know nothing yeah, about baseball, sure. but I can promise you the bookmakers, especially now that they're live in New York, New Jersey, you're, yeah. you're paying a premium to bet the Yankees. There's got to be at least a game, maybe two oh, yeah. games built into that number. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the fundamental of, of the bet. I was looking for it from the start, and then – you know, I don't feel like they have like a real leadoff guy station to station. I kind of like betting against that type of squad. But uh, hey, guys, that's on the diamond opening day on Thursday. Hey, it's already been opening day on the other side of the world and KBO. Check out Trig's uh, packages there. Wagertalk.com. But we do got final four reason. A lot of the people click the link here. So we got to give them what we want as we welcome in Abby Jackson, Gary, all you guys in the chat box. Wager Talk YouTube channel, Elliot as well. Also on Twitter at the hustle show pod so final four here uh what unc duke villanova kansas 
I guess what well, we should go with the uh, the the first one up in uh, ro- kind of rotation order here, time wise. If that's cool with you guys, Villanova, Kansas. We got Kansas minus four, one thirty three being the total. I guess just around the horn here, guys. What are we thinking? Uh, game breakdowns, Kelly. You got uh, anything on uh, Villanova, Kansas? So I do, but I did not read Chris's rundown fully. I read like the first two blocks. I'm like, all right, cool. We got this. Uh, I'm saving best bets for the end because I'd like to save my best bet, which is a total on this one. You guys read the Las Vegas Review Journal. You already know what I'm on. If you guys watch Money Shots on Wednesday, you already know what I'm on. But if you guys did not, then you're going to have to wait. Uh, I think this is going to be a really good game. And something to consider here is that more injury was already built into the line, right? When it came out four and a half, everybody's losing their minds. Obviously, he will be out, unfortunately. Uh, Colin Gillespie is going to have to pick up the slack, and I'm not sure he's going to be able to. Uh, We know that this is a Villanova team that plays great fundamental basketball, right? They have a nice tempo. They get to control the tempo of the game, and that's why they're in the Final Four. Jay Wright, obviously great head coach. Kansas is a little bit on the flip side, though. KU likes to run, and that's why we've seen several times this year And something we saw against Miami, guys, we sat right there and talked about it in our group chat. All right, you got to bet KU second half because that's what KU does. So I'm not going to probably touch the side here. I think you're paying a little bit of a premium for that more injury. Uh, Plus, Villanova makes their free throws. If if they go, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, 10 from 12 or free free throw land, they may cover that four and a half. Uh, A lot of people in the uh, chat box asking about KU Moneyline. I saw Ralph Michaels talking about KU Moneyline. I, I can't lay that kind of premium here. I just can't do it. Uh, no disrespect to Bill Self, but we've seen them on the ropes a couple of times this year. I will be looking at a second half uh, play on the side if KU gets down big. But uh, I like the total, and we'll get to that one at the end of the show. Like it, Kelly. And yeah, you bring up the money line. It it just gets a little pricey here, guys, like laying it just on one game. You could also look towards the futures prices. You can get them, what, plus 180 to win the national championship. Now, granted, they'd have to win two games, but something to look out there. Well, for. Drew, we are yeah. we will be talking about that here in a little bit because I do yeah. know that Chris wants to talk about how the bookmakers do have the lines out, uh, the hypothetical lines out for the finals. And something I thought was really interesting, KU was a half-point favorite over at the Barstool Sportsbook on Wednesday. I know this because Megan and I talked about it on the show. I looked last night, and they're a one-point underdog. So the plus 180 might be the route to go if you think KU can win it all. Uh, because let's just be honest, half-point favorite, one-point underdog. There's not a, there's not a lot of uh, wiggle room in there. So I don't think it really matters uh, that we've seen some Duke money come in, and I'm not surprised we have. Yeah, no, fair enough, Kelly. I agree with uh, pretty much everything you said. CT bet 16. What are we, what are we thinking, buddy? Yeah, I didn't make a play on this game until this morning, and uh, I did. I came in on uh, on Kansas minus four. Uh, we all know, as Ke- Kelly talked about, Justin Moore being out, um, that was factored in. Our, our good friend Kenny White makes it uh, a two-point adjustment uh, for no more, so saying that the line would have been minus two if Moore was a go tonight, and he is not. He's out for the rest of the year. Drew, I, I, I think it's going to be a big problem for them. They go from playing six guys to now five. And now they have to get RG, uh, Chris R.G. Yakino involved, uh, the younger brother of the stud from a few years ago. And, Drew, he's averaged about five minutes a game. He's barely played. Um, he comes in during, you know, when they're mopping the floor with somebody. Um, and he really is very inexperienced. And I don't think that uh, Gillespie has um, – Kelly said before is going to be able to carry the load. This KU team is deep and we saw what they did in that second half versus Miami. 
I mean, it was like they were shot out of a cannon. They came out, they realized what, you know, they, they dicked around for the first half in, in that Miami game and they came out firing on all cylinders in that second half. And I expect them to play like that again tonight. Bill Self really hasn't, I mean, well, he hasn't won a national championship since I think 2008. And that's his only one. Uh, I believe Trey, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, Kelly's right. This is a big coaching advantage for Jay Wright. Um, but I think Self's going to be able to get it done. He finally has the talent to do that. So I'm going to lay the four here. Drew Martin bets. Um, I, no, I think it's also worth noting that Nova, not only have they given up the fewest points of this tournament, Drew, they've also scored the fewest amount of points this tournament. And I think that's going to be a problem tonight. They're going to find a tough time scoring without more. The load's going to be too much for Gillespie. Uh, and I think KU gets it done here, Drew Martin bets. So I'll, CT's on KU minus four here. Chalky bet for CT. Interesting. All right. So Rekak Jayhawk there laying the four with uh, Kansas in the uh, Big 12 Big East matchup. Trig, what are you thinking here, Villanova, Kansas? Oh, I agree with Chris. Uh, I'm going to be on Kansas minus four as well uh, for a lot of the same reasons, but I'll, I'll throw out a couple different um, sort of angles to look at it. Uh, the One of the big reasons Kansas was able to just blow Miami to shreds in the second half of that game was Miami got into foul trouble. And, you know, if Villanova gets into foul trouble, I don't, they're going to have guys on the court that have not produced at all, all season. So you can say like, you know, Jay Wright's a great coach. He's got time to prepare. That's great. But the reality is if a couple of those guys get into foul trouble, Villanova is going to have guys on the court in a final four game that have averaged one point per game this season. So it's not to say that they can't produce, but I'm willing to, to roll the dice with Kansas and lay a few points with a Kansas team that's got Remy Martin coming off the bench, Javon Coleman lands coming off the bench. That's going to play nine. And Bill Self is an absolute moron. If he's not playing nine to 10 guys and saying, you know what? Like just push the tempo like crazy. We'll take a couple turnovers. If it gets sloppy, it's fine. I think that Kansas should come out of the gate and just run, run, run. Um, you know, Chris talked about last week's show, Abaji not playing well. He, he finally came around uh, in that Miami game double-digit game, probably maybe his best game of the tournament. He really hadn't played great up until that point. So it seems like Kansas sort of started a fire on all cylinders, second half of the Miami game. And, you know, we'll go back to last week for one more thing. Listen, Villanova's a good defensive team, but Houston missed a lot of those threes. A lot of those threes were open. You know, Houston goes one for 20 from three. You know, they missed some wide-open looks. A couple of those fall, and we're probably looking at Houston, Kansas here. Um I just I don't see how Villanova overcomes the depth issue in this spot. Uh, with even even I would have probably liked Kansas better if Moore was playing. We were getting it closer to a pick, but I'll probably I think laying the four here is fine. And Elliott, the reason I wouldn't take the Kansas win margin one to ten is I actually think this could get out of hand at some point. Like this feels like a scenario where Villanova might fall apart if they can't get in if they can't get to the line. Um, which could be, you know, Justin Moore was probably their their guy to sort of get in the paint and, and get fouled and, and, and make some of that happen. If Villanova's just standing around the perimeter trying to shoot threes here, uh, it could get ugly for them. So Kansas minus four is my play in this game as well. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's a double-digit Kansas win. Drew, one thing that I forgot to say about this game too, but Trig reminded me, is 
if can if if Kansas isn't pressing this entire game, then Bill Self is dumber than I thought he was. They should be pressing the entire game, putting the pressure on, and not allowing Nova to slow the game down like they want to. Also, to Trigg's point about Houston, we have to remember Nova won that game fifty to forty four by six effing points drew martin bets houston played the worst game of the of their season and somehow almost made a comeback i think this might get out of hand like trig said as well trig made me like ku more than i already did one more thing chris now that you reminded me of something else 15 of villanova's 50 points were from the foul line and one thing kansas is really good at is transition defense so Villanova, in order to get to the line, like Kansas doesn't really get beat down the floor. And without Justin Moore, I mean, I just don't see how they're getting in the paint, getting in the line. I really think it's going to have to be a huge three-point shooting effort for Villanova to even hang in this game. And they really didn't shoot the ball great against Houston. I'm not sure why that, you know, what would make me think they're going to shoot it incredibly well here. And you got to remember, Gillespie's still kind of playing banged up as well. So Yep. It's just a tall task for Villanova. I think Kansas is, is a, a far superior team, and I think it gets. I think they, they win it going away. Good point, guys, on the free throws as well. CT Bets, I got a question for you, though, because you're the Big 12, you and Kelly. I, watching Kansas probably more than, than I have, and you bring up them pressing the smart way to do. Did they press a lot throughout the regular season? Because it's not like they press every single game, anything like that. Did you guys notice anything that they might return to? No, I, I didn't notice that, but I just think, and I'm not like this basketball guru expert, right? I, I've never played basketball before. I just, you know, watch it and handicap it. I just think that's the smart and logical thing to do when you're playing versus a team that literally is playing five guys. And if they get into, and if Nova gets into foul trouble, like Trigg says, they're in some big trouble. So put some pressure on these kids, make them make some mistakes, make them get frustrated and that's going to make a long game for Villanova even longer, Drew. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and the reason I ask is because I was I was I like the under in this game, CT bets. But if they are pressing the whole game, you know, that's terrible for unders. You want teams getting back on defense, kind of playing zone type sure. when you're playing the under. But because I bring it up because Villanova, what, three straight to the under six of their last seven to the under Kansas's last two games. 37 points combined 34 excuse me combined under the total that's kind of alarming to me when they played another slow-paced team in in providence they only scored 127 points that's what makes me look towards the under oh and add on the fact that they're playing in a, a nfl stadium you know the yeah. sight lines so it, you bring up a good point in terms of if they're pressing that's not good for the under but i still think the under is a good bet here guys i, I look towards kansas plus 180 on the national championship CT bets. I like the chalky play there, but uh, I don't want to lay the four to like Kelly talked about the better free throw shooting team. Not only the better free throw shooting team trying to break the free throw shooting record in the NCAA tournament if they continue on this pace in terms of percentage knocking down their free throws. So uh, I think Drew, you're kind of yep. right here. As I mentioned, I'd take them in the second half if if they got down big. But I also think you could find some really nice spots for Kansas in game because they do like to play fast. The flip side is. Villanova does play solid defense. They like to play slow, right? They can mm -hmm. throw KU out of their rhythm where KU makes great adjustments. Bottom line, that's probably why they're going to win this game. But I wonder if, similarly to the last few games, we saw them on the ropes to Providence, we saw them on the ropes to Miami, if maybe there isn't a better spot uh, in game to bet the Jayhawks just because 
sometimes they do need a little bit of time to have some of that continuity because they do have seven or eight players. I mean, you're right. This is a, a team that has some depth on the bench compared to Villanova where we see the same six out there almost the whole game. Good point, Kelly. Yeah, it, it, if they get into foul, foul trouble like uh, Trig was talking about, that could be an issue as well. Trig, did you have any closing comments here before yeah. we move on? Yeah, I, I don't think can I don't know that Kansas is going to press per se. I think they're going to have. I think they're the mo for them is going to be pushing it when they have the ball. Uh, I don't know that they're. I don't know that you're going to see Kansas press because I don't think they want to give up easy baskets to Villanova in transition. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're going to force. I think they're really good at getting back on defense, transition defense. So I think you'll see Kansas drop back and be willing to let Villanova, you know, try to get inside on them, which I think will be difficult. But what I, what I think, what I'm looking for and what I'll, what I hope Kansas does, I hope Stelt is smart enough to do is when he's got the ball, just try to beat Villanova down the floor. Cause that's ultimately how you're probably going to get them into foul trouble and, you know, push the tempo to get the game going. So it'll be interesting to see what Bill Self does, but I, I just think there's so many more ways for Kansas to win this game than there is for Villanova just needs to have a, a lights out shooting performance. In my, my opinion. First game down, we got the double header in new Orleans, the big easy. It's going to be fun tonight, guys watching the final four. And a reminder here, we are brought to you by Viva Tequila Seltzer. Viva Tequila Seltzer. Coming to a store near you, already in New York City at Canucks Sports Bar. If you are in the city, go check it out. Great place to watch the Final Four and down some Viva Tequila Seltzer, which is a refreshing, drinkable hard seltzer. 88 calories, zero carbs, zero sugar, 4.5% ABV Viva. The perfect drink for your pregame or postgame celebrations it was created with the active lifestyle in mind. We got Villanova, Kansas, really 133. Quick on that note, I wanted yeah. to ask, so I noticed while you were talking that two of oh, your no. Viva are missing behind you. Did you get a little thirsty and use your display Vivas? Uh, yes, Kelly, you caught Vivas? me. You caught me. Uh, <laughs> I, I got uh, some Vivas shipped to me. I think it was 24 of them. Uh, about a month ago, sure enough, you know, it, it had some But there was definitely over. four. I'm not crazy. There used to be four back there behind you on your shelf. Oh, th- there was 24, actually, at one <laughs> point. And, uh, yeah, over the course of the month, me and a couple friends have uh, have uh, had a couple. So, hey, guys, they're good. That's living proof right we here. We just got to get left. you some empty cans so you're not tempted. We'll just get you some nice display cans <laughs> and it can just live there forever. Kelly, it's funny because when we started this show – I, I only put four out there, or I, I would put actually most of them out here to keep them warm and, and only put like three or four in the fridge. And then sure enough, I just learned the secret just to put it on ice anyway. So it really didn't matter if they yeah, were Yeah, because you missed it with and, extra tequila. Oh, yeah. We've already been and, over that, though. Yeah, it's well, too early for me to talk about too much tequila, okay? You okay. have some tequila later tonight, though, Kel? Uh, probably not. No. It's been a real, I've been saying uh, for like ever that I need to like slow down and then people just keep coming to visit me and it's just been really detrimental to my life. Okay. <laughs> it's been detrimental to my workout routine. It's been detrimental to my college basketball season. Probably it's probably all these people's fault during <laughs> football season. I had nobody come and everybody left me alone. I think that's the key. It's just me to be, me being a hermit and not having any friends. But Kelly, you, you, I mean, first of all, you're social. Second of all, you lived in Vegas for multiple years. Like, you're used to that. I noticed when I lived in Vegas, everybody wanted to come visit. Yeah, and, and, I, and you wonder why me being in Florida this football season, I had my best football season ever. I didn't have to hang out with anybody. I got to go make my own schedule. I didn't have pointless meetings. I got to just sit in my little office with Coco in Vegas 
and do nothing but handicap football and then go to the gym at my own terms, go visit people at my own terms, do my own thing, go to a game on a Saturday, which never got to happen in a million years. Uh, but during the actual week, I just, I just didn't have all the busy work and all the BS that I had prior. So it's, it's, it's interesting, but we'll see. We will see. John saying never too early for tequila there, KIV. Yeah. So who knows? I don't know. Maybe this afternoon for the final four games. We do got UNC Duke. Guys, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Arguably the biggest college basketball game of our lifetime. I know uh, for UNC and Duke fans, it's likely up there. And looking at the Wager Talk odds screen, which, guys, it's the best free live odds in the business. Just go to wagertalk.com. Click on the tab live odds. If you scroll down just a click, you see college basketball there. Villanova, Kansas, 133 the total, minus four. There are four and a halves popping up with Kansas. But we're talking UNC Duke right now. We have seen this total, 149 to 152 and a half here. CT Betts, I'll come to you first. That's interesting to me. Not only, you know, both teams can score the basketball, but being in an NFL stadium, I'm surprised to see it bet up. But hey, maybe uh, towards the end, bet it under, get that extra value. And we are seeing minus four. That's Duke across the board. There are some four minus 115s in the global marketplace. What are you thinking here with the battle for Tobacco Road? Also, simultaneously, a battle for the spot in the national championship, CT Bets. Yeah, Drew Martin Betts, it's wild that these two teams have never met in the tournament before. We're going to be able to see an awesome game tonight. Two awesome games. Uh, like you said, Tobacco Road, Coach K, Swan Song. I've been wrong on this Duke team all tournament long. I can't believe they're still here. I, I thought they would be out. I didn't expect them to go to the Sweet 16, to be honest with you. Uh, I've been betting against them every single game, and uh, I've been paying for it, Drew Martin Betts. So I'm, uh, I'm actually on the Duke Blue Devils tonight. I am chalky CT today. Don't care. It's worked for the rest of the world uh, all season long, so why not hop on, right? It will probably be too late, and I'll miss the boat, and both dogs went out right. But, hey, uh, I like the the coaching. I think the coaching mismatch is, uh, is very big here. Drew Martin Betts, um, very inexperienced. Hubert Davis, he was the longtime assistant here. I don't think the stage is going to be too much for these Duke Blue Devil kids. Uh, they've been showing it every single game here. They've been playing lights out, um, and the offense has been there. I, they've been they're seventeen and three in their last twenty games. One of those losses coming to UNC uh, in that blowout loss, uh, Coach K's last game at home. I expect to see more of that Duke team early in the year that went to Chapel Hill, Drew Martin Betts, and beat UNC 84 to 67. Um, you know, you, the last game of the season, it's Duke minus 10. Everybody's expecting kind of a blowout. Everybody gets surprised. UNC comes to play, actually blows Duke out. Now you get a little bit of a discount here, right? Now you, you have uh, the bookmakers thought that line should have been minus 10, uh, which was only about four weeks ago. Now they play again tonight. UNC is definitely playing much better basketball. And you get Duke minus four in the final four. I'm hopping on the bandwagon tonight, Drew Martin Betts. Give me the Duke Blue Devils minus four. I'm on both chalk today. All right. Lighting it with the favorite. Chalky. Chalky uh, uh, CT Betts, which is okay. Uh, like like you just stated there. Not guys. This style, is... but hey, we'll see. Hey, the favorites win of a decent percentage of the time as well. You can cash tickets with them. Guys, this is my best bet. So Trig, I'm going to skip myself. We'll get to best bets at the end. What are you thinking here? UNC Duke. Uh, I, 
I like Duke here. You know, yesterday on our college basketball show, on Wager Talk TV, I said, you know, I think Duke has a, an advantage at every single position uh, on the floor. Tony Mejia said, you know what? I think Caleb Love is better than Roach. And okay, so let's let's give them that one. I still think Duke has a, an advantage at four of the five positions, which is a big deal because Duke has become a lot of isolation and a lot of like, you know, I'm, we're going to give it to our guy and they're just going to beat you one-on-one and make a shot. And it, and it's, and it's worked, you know, I also said yesterday, and I still believe this, if Arkansas or Texas tech were playing this weekend, I would probably take them against any of the other three teams still alive. I think I'd be on Arkansas against Nova, Kansas or UNC and the same thing with Texas tech. So in my opinion, Duke has, has played the toughest road here. Now they get a little revenge against UNC. And I just think that there's a huge, a huge gap in, in, I think there's a talent gap between the two teams. Um, I don't know that I like this one as much as laying the points as Kansas. And you know what? I don't really condone this at all, but if you were ever going to take a money line parlay and just take the two favorites, uh, Kansas money line to Duke money line and get plus money on that. Like, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I think we're getting a Kansas Duke national title. I, I think I started to say that during the sweet 16 or the elite eight round. I said, man, this feels like Kansas Duke are on a collision course. And I still think that. So that I like Duke. I would let, I would lay the points with Duke. And I also do not hate the Kansas Duke money line parlay, even though it's not really my style. It's plus money. I think it probably gets there. I like, and I'm not a huge parlay person. My two money lines at minus one ninety that would give you plus money on a parlay. Barely. I think it's barely, barely, it's okay. probably like plus one ten, plus one fifteen. Shop around, obviously, get the best number. But okay, it's chalky, but I'll. I'll be shocked if it's not Kansas Duke playing for the national title on Monday. I really will. KIV, a little money line parlay here with the favorites. What are we no, thinking? No, okay. absolutely not. And you know what? Brett's got tickets with both of those to win. I want that to be the outcome. I tweeted that last week. I guess I have to cheer for Duke now. Uh, and I thought KU was done in that first half versus Miami. They looked absolutely terrible. And that is exactly what I said is my concern about this team. Are they a better team than Villanova? Absolutely. But we've seen them on the ropes entirely too many times. Uh, but back to this game, two things. I don't know why this is so overhyped. These two teams play each other twice a year every single year. I get it. They've never met in the tournament before. But, like, hey, K-State and KU have never met in the tournament before either. Like, would people make a big deal about that? No, they play each other twice a year. It's because they are these proverbial blue bloods, and now they're all trying to shove out Villanova. I'm like, they're not a blue blood. If I watch one more they're not a blue blood debate, like, give me a break. This is the worst Final Four I've ever seen. It sucks. I don't even want to really watch any of the games. This is being honest. And, Alvin, I'm not a drunk. I'm a social <laughs> butterfly, and I like to go do things. And so when people invite me to go do things, it's really hard for me to say no. <laughs> Doesn't always have to involve booze. You think I'm going to go get drunk at the Van Gogh exhibit with my mother? I actually uh, laughed about, I don't partake in drugs, but uh, a couple of my friends do. And they said, you should do shrooms. I'm like, oh, yeah, I should go do shrooms oh, at Vincent great. Van Gogh with my mother. Great idea. <laughs> uh, it is it is funny, though. Uh, either way, this is, this is difficult. Uh, I don't think I'm even going to probably bet this game. As I mentioned, Brett's got a, a Duke future. He's got a KU future. I don't love either sides. I think the number's right on both games. Uh, CT had a really good point. Look, Duke went in to Chapel Hill, beat the crap out of North Carolina, then lost his 10-point favorites at home less than a month and a half later. I think that this whole game could just 
get a little out of hand um, from either side. And that's just full disclosure. We've seen UNC have double-digit leads before and then start to give it all back. We've seen Duke, who has been so strong on offense, uh, if they've scored 78 points in nine of their last 10 games, this is just a, a really great rivalry in the regular season. I hope it's a really great game here tonight. Uh, I cannot condone what Trigg is saying about both favorites. Is he wrong? Probably not. Uh, it's just not my style. I, it's still March to me. We can see anything happen. Uh, last week was super chalky. I said this whole tournament was going to be super chalky, and here we are. Uh, I lean towards the under in this one. Uh, the unders have just been cashing at an incredible rate, and it's about the only thing that's helped me save some face uh, this last two weeks. Outside of that, no love here really uh, for either side. Uh, we'll we'll take a look at it uh, maybe at halftime, see if there's something interesting. As I mentioned, both these teams can get up big and then kind of squander away leads, and uh, that might be something to consider here with uh, North Carolina if they are up up at half. Good points, Kelly. And even before your game breakdown, a little negative vibes only, huh? Just yeah, I gotta get I gotta get my make your free throw shirt on, which is what okay. Villanova does really well. As I mentioned, that's why I'm not betting against them. Uh, I'm with the guys, though. I do lean towards Kansas here. I do lean slightly towards Duke here. Uh, so Triggs money line parlay does make sense. I've seen several other cappers give it out. I, I it's just not my style. Yeah. Can I just throw? I just want to interject real quick. It's not really my style either. I just kind of threw it out there as an option. For me, I'm probably still going to look to, like, I, and I'll tweet out exactly what I do. I'm probably going to look to bet one against the number. Um, it'll probably be Kansas. And then I'll, I'll maybe just sit out the, the Duke game, maybe look for an in-game angle. I, I just was putting it out there because I know people do like to bet like that. And this is one time, I, probably 19 times out of 20, I would tell you not to do that. This is one time where I look at it and I say, yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. If it, so that's really what I'm saying about the, the money line. I mean, if you, okay, Trig, if I said the flip side, I said Nova wins and UNC wins, nobody likes that. Not a single person yeah. that I heard they say they like both dogs. And that's the other thing. It's like if you're really looking at it, like these are not eight and a half, nine point favorites. These are literally under five point favorites for both of these. An upset is not out of the realm of possibility, and that's what really scares me. Now, again, I'm, I'm not on either dog here. I, and as somebody who's a dog better, I usually try to make a case for if the underdog can win outright. And, and the only way I can see Nova winning outright, bottom line, is absolutely making some late crucial free throws. That would be their edge. I mean, if we're just on Ken Palm and we're just looking at basic edges here, that's what it's going to be. And as far as Duke goes, the only edge I really see for North Carolina over Duke is that they don't turn the ball over as much as Duke. We did see this um, – against Texas Tech. If you guys remember, I was on Tech versus Duke. By the way, I think I'm 0-4 in my last four games betting against Duke, just in case anybody want to know. So again, I'm not betting against Duke here. Uh, but if you remember triggering that first half with Texas Tech, they kept getting those fast breaks and they were going down and dunking because Duke just did not, they just were making stupid mistakes and turning the ball over. That's how I think Duke can lose this game. And oh, that's course. why I just can't condone betting either of these money lines. Me personally, I think uh, Drew has the right idea. If you like a team, just bet them to win the whole thing, and then you can hedge in the national championship game if they can win today. Yeah, and, and Kelly, I'm not even a huge futures better. It's just the way this sets up with only four teams left because some of the, the chalkiness that might be involved here, I, I actually think, 
doing the future might actually be the the better kind of vig and, against the sports. And board. something you can also do, you guys, is roll over the money lines, right? Yeah. You can do an open parlay. Obviously, can't do that at any United States sports books, but you can start an open parlay and do that. Now, it won't pay out as well, uh, I don't think, with KU, because KU, as I mentioned, looks like a one-point underdog here. So I think the plus 180, if it is still available, if you like KU, is is the way to do it. And guys, we got um the uh, what what are we calling these CT bets? The futures lines for the national championship is that what they're correctly? I would call them like look ahead lines, yeah, hypothetical possible matchup, yeah. uh, na- national championship matchups. Uh, the lines are out. And and Drew, I when I did the rundown, I, I these lines were from yesterday, so I don't know. Um, maybe Kelly could correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't know if these are accurate or if they if they've changed. Um, but as of yesterday, um, you have what what. Uh, is in front of you, Drew Martin Betts. Those were the the lines for Monday. Okay, and as we're breaking them down, I'll uh, I'll look it up. Uh, I've got them of... open too, Drew. If you okay. just want to go through with what CT has, I can also update you. At least I got Barstool Sportsbook opened up and can give you what they have there. And, and hey, there may be some uh, variations too, you guys, to some of these hypotheticals, depending on the bookmakers' opinions at each book. You may be able to, uh, you know, find some scalps. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, that's something in football I learned. You know, the look-ahead lines, there's more, even more variance from sportsbook to sportsbook than... Our friends over at the Westgate do the look-ahead lines. I actually use that as a handicapping tool, Drew, Mm -hmm. into seeing what would have happened if Buffalo didn't lose to Jacksonville. Wait, the line didn't move four and a half points just because they lost to Jacksonville, yet it does based on the perception. And so it's something to really consider. Yeah, guys. So let's get into it. I mean, the the look ahead lines for national championship uh, would be Duke minus one versus Kansas, Duke minus five versus Villanova, Kansas minus three versus UNC, UNC minus one versus Villanova. So uh, we get a, a bunch of difference here, guys, in, in the lines for actually one thing I was thinking about, and this goes against Kansas plus 180, but just looking off the top of my head, thinking about this last night, interested in your guys' opinion. What about Villanova plus five versus Duke? And the reason being because Moore's injured, I think the market is kind of looking at Villanova and going, hey, they're going to take a real step back. If they don't, and they're able to knock off Kansas and kind of check that box, hey, we can still play top-notch basketball without them. Now I think that 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 kind of changes things with Villanova, and I doubt they go off as plus five underdogs against Duke, who, hey, let's face it, Duke's supposed to be in the national championship anyway. That's what the market is telling us, being minus four-point favorites against UNC, the hottest team in college basketball. So I know it's kind of like off the radar there, but Villanova plus five against Duke was one that I thought. I don't know. Any thoughts on that? Drew, it's funny that you bring that up. The whole reason why I put this in the rundown is because when I was looking at these yesterday, I was like, wow, I like Nova. If Nova wins this game, I like Nova plus five. And if I'm wrong on Kansas, I I fired in Nova plus five yesterday in the possible matchup. So you and I are on the same page. Is that why it's now four and a half? Because (laughs) I'm looking at it and Barcelona has a four and a half. CT moved the hypothetical line. (laughs) True. That's really funny that you brought that up. I did this. I like the exact same thing. And I threw that in just in case I am completely wrong on Kansas winning this game tonight. 
I really like if Nova can get it done tonight, that line is not going to be five on Monday. That's well, because you're right. They're going to absolutely obliterate the whole narrative mm. that they yep. can't do it without more. They don't have a deep enough bench. Yep. Uh, I bet it's, I bet it's closer to three CT. I, yep. I would uh, have to agree with you there. hundred percent, may, maybe three and a half. It really depends because I do uh, think the bookmakers are pretty unloaded on, uh, on Duke at this point. Sure. I like it. I, I and also it, it works as a little bit of a hedge. And also interesting note here: if you're not used to betting, um, kind of look ahead lines, they're void. If the matchup doesn't happen, it's void. It's not like you lose your money, anything like that. Which uh, at Kelly and Vegas on Twitter, yeah, kind of synopsis um uh, via Twitter because I wasn't 100 percent sure on that because I don't bet these. Much, no, but. if if listen, if the the matchup doesn't happen, right? It's just like when you no. go to some of the books in Vegas and they have hypothetical Super Bowl matchups, right? If only one team gets in or no teams get mm -hmm. in, you get you get your money back. Um, you have to read the rules. Of course, every single book. I argued with some idiot again yesterday about some tennis bet from April of 2020 because people don't know how to read the rules. It's quite crazy. And then wonder why the guy lost at gaming. Yeah. Strange. Anyway, uh, yeah. Strange well, how that works out. Again, huh? uh, Trig, what are we thinking here? You like anything uh, in these look-ahead lines? I don't know if I like anything. I, I don't disagree. I guess the only way I could see that number, if Duke just smashes North Carolina, I, I think it'll be like, it'll come out and be like four and a half or five. I don't think the, they'll get, they're going to give you a chance to like get Duke minus three and a half or anything. I, I think that would, that plays into it too, right? Like if Duke just comes out and unloads on UNC, I, I would probably make, I would see that game being like five. Like that's what I would think the Duke Nova game would be. Now, would I, would I, do I not? I think Nova maybe plus five, and if they can show they can beat Kansas, and they, you know, they have someone step up off the bench and, and whatnot, maybe there's there's some value there. But I think it all it's going to depend on what the Duke UNC game, how that plays out too. Because if they if, if people see Duke just roll UNC, the the betters will probably be on Duke in the in the final. I think you'll there will be value on Nova right up till tip off if that's the case. Okay, fair enough. Good breakdown there. Any anything else here on the uh, look ahead lines before we get to best bets and final thoughts, guys? Well, what? All right, so let's talk about this, right? So we all kind of lean Duke versus Kansas in the finals. Um, line is it changed, Drew? Is it still Duke minus one? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I don't it's have Duke the... minus one over KU at, at Barstool okay. right now, and that's what I thought was the most interesting one because when they open KU as a favorite, you guys always know the original line is is not sharp, right? We know the closing line is the sharpest line, but it's always interesting to me when a team opens up as a favorite and closes as a dog, the original favorite more often seems to be the winner. And so when I saw that last night, I go, well, that's wrong. Uh, that's not what it was. And I logged in. I'm like, sure enough. I checked my screenshot. I'm like, yep, it was uh, KU opening as a half point favorite. And I do think power ratings wise, KU is probably up there. The interesting one is, though, that I, I still can't try to figure out. North Carolina is a one-point favorite over Villanova, yeah. and that one doesn't make any sense to me because I think Nova could beat North Carolina. If they can get past KU and sure. if they're not playing Duke, they're playing North Carolina, I absolutely thought that one was weird. I was like, that, that just doesn't make a lot of sense to me here. Um, an eight seed, though, an eight seed, they're not really an eight seed, but they were an eight seed, uh, laying – points over a two seed you gotta you gotta kind of wonder going hey what what am i missing here so i'd have to look into a little one uh a little bit more into that one but at first glance it kind of was perplexing 
Yeah, it, it, and it's the same theme as uh, Nova plus five versus Duke. You, you know, talking about Nova plus one versus UNC. Good point there, Kelly. I mean, and, and you bring up eight seed UNC. Man, Alabama went off as a six seed. Sometimes you just wonder. I know it's a tough job to seed these teams, but still. Uh, talk about underseeding with the Tar Heels. Guys, we are up against it uh, time-wise going over, but a great show overall. We appreciate everybody joining us in the chat box. We do got final thoughts, best bets as well. Remember, check out uh, Viva Tequila Seltzer, sponsor of the show, and a really good drink, www.vivatequilaseltzer.com. Use the uh, coupon code HUSTLE at checkout. It takes 10% off, so uh, definitely want to check that out. Also, check out wagertalk.com. Guys, a lot of plays up, a lot of free plays free live odd screen as well we are uh, simulcast live on the wager talk youtube channel if you're watching on replay on saturday feel free to drop a line below let us know what you are betting and what you agree and disagree with us on all is welcome so we got uh best bets final thoughts for the show anything we missed here uh trig i guess we started off both games with kelly and ct bets throw it over to you first man at top flight si what's up buddy Yep, best bet Kansas minus four. We beat this game to death, so don't need to do any more analysis. Just go back and watch the show. Kansas minus four, I think they get it done. CT bet 16, what are we thinking? I've never done this before on uh, one of our shows or any shows. And as you guys know, I am not a total specialist at all. I barely bet them. Um, I associate myself with people that do study them and make good bets on them. Uh, I, my best bet is the over in the Duke UNC game, Drew Martin bets. Uh, okay. I bet over 151 and a half. Currently sitting that on the wager talk odd screen looked like 152s. There's a 152 and a half out there. Um, our good friend Kenny White makes this game 158 and a half. Um, a lot of other sharp guys that I talk to like this game soaring over. Everybody's saying, oh, UNC's playing great defense. Okay, well, let's remember. I mean, they played St. Peter's uh, last weekend. St. Peter's uh, played great the first few games of the tournament. They don't show up last week. Um, both these teams know how to score, Duke and UNC. Both games they played this year um, went over the total, what it is set at for tonight, Drew Martin bets. The, uh, the first game was 154, and then the second game, the last game of the year, was 175. And I expect this to go over the total tonight. Drew Martin bets best bet over 151 and a half for CT Duke UNC. I like it. CT bets. Hey, I could see this going 190 as well. This is one of those. If you're betting the under, like Kelly mentioned before, I even thought about it. It's one of those. You just got to put a unit on. And if you lose it, you're going to get your face ripped off because they could score yeah. a lot of points. I hate when that happens. But hey, it is what it is in this business. So liking the over from CT bets. A follow up question to you, CT bets before we get to KIV's best bet. Does it worry you playing in a football stadium as well? Or do you think that's kind of overblown? I, like, Drew, I didn't even really think about it until you brought it up earlier in the show. Um, so I, it didn't really cross my mind. Yeah, it might come into play a little bit, but both these teams know how to score. They both like to play at a mm -hmm. fast pace. And, you know, it's going to be one of those games. It's the late night game. There's going to be a lot of high energy going on. Uh, they're going to be shooting a lot of shots. And both of these teams really haven't missed all tournament long. And I expect them to both keep hitting shots uh, tonight and go over the total, Drew. Yeah, if there's enough possessions, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter if their shooting percentage is down a point or two because of the sight lines. So I like it, CT Bets. Great show overall. Kelly in Vegas on Twitter. Kelly Stewart, what are you thinking for best bets? Final thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to take the under in the Kansas-Villanova game. And as I mentioned, these unders have just been cashing and helping me save some face. I gave it out in the Las Vegas Review Journal. I gave it out uh, on money shots. And it's just because 
the this Villanova defense is so good. I mentioned their pace of play. They play so methodically slow. They both have solid defenses. KU has a great defense as well. And I do think that Villanova, we're going to see that lockdown from three-point land. They've only allowed 21% uh, in three-point shooting in this tournament. I know that KU's defense isn't as as good, and it does kind of concern me here. But I will say this. They've been so good on the boards. They don't allow – uh, teams to get those second chance opportunities to shoot. We've seen it for, with both of these teams, and it seems so obvious that this game is going to go under the total. Uh, but I, I think this game is going to be played in the like mid 50s, low 60s. So I, I have to take the under here uh, and pray for no defense. Or like excuse it, me, Joey. no, uh, no I play for lots of defense, no <laughs> overtime. Yeah, no, yeah. Don't get OT'd there, betting the under. That is a terrible way to lose. I've done it many times in my many, life. Many, many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, for my best bet, I am going to the battle for Tobacco Road. And look, Hubert Davis in the Tar Heels, they kind of spoiled Coach K's uh, last home game in Cameron Indoor. And I think they're going to show them the door in the tournament. Take UNC plus four, Whoa. sprinkle a little bit ah. on the money line. They're punching their ticket into the national championship game. We're back in the better free throw shooting team, the better defense, especially recently, only letting up 58 yeah. points per game, their last five non-overtime games. And we also get the hottest team left in college basketball, winning eight of their last nine, both straight up and against the spread. The trend is your friend, UNC, the Tar Heels, record-keeping purposes, plus four, taking that four in my pocket, but also sprinkling a little bit there on the money line. Hey, it is what it is, guys. Okay, Drew. Okay. I like that. <laughs> in the comments, Keith Landry, That's... spicy Drew. <laughs> That's right. Can... I think I'm going to lay it with, with Kansas now. I think Drew just helped me make my decision on what was the better favorite to lay it with. So that's I'm happy about that. I don't know, Trig. Just trust your heart, man. There's only four games left. I'm, I'm letting it roll as a true gambler here, man. So UNC plus four for my best bet. Guys, great show overall. Hey, enjoy the final four tonight. Huge shout out to the chat box. Everybody joining us live. Paco Healy, VIP. What is up, buddy? Enjoy Southern California. Roger Long. Uh, Lex as well for Kelly Stewart, Chris Thurston, Adam Trigger. I am Drew Martin. Guys, check out VivaTequilaSeltzer.com, WagerTalk.com. Enjoy your Saturday. Best of luck, especially if you're tailing. Thanks We're for back on Monday.